Welcome to the CX Hustle podcast. My name is Justin Tippett, and today I am joined by, well, let's just call him the gamification guru, Luke Jamison. Welcome, Luke. G'day, Justin. How are you going? Really good, mate. It's um, great to finally uh, catch up again. Now, you've, yeah. you've had a pretty diverse career. Obviously, you spent a lot of time sort of running contact centres. Sure uh, and, and it's fair to say you've had a bit of success along the way. We've uh, won, what, Centre of the Year, Manager of the Year, multiple times. Yeah. Um, so we're in esteemed, uh, esteemed company, mate. But, oh, thanks, um, mate. You've sort of been really one of the champions, I think, around this whole gamification um, sort of piece. So I wanted to talk to, uh, to our audience today around probably lifting the, 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 the I can't speak to it, lifting the bonnet a little bit on what actually is gamification, because I think maybe there's a little bit of confusion. So no better person to ask than you, mate. Tell me all about gamification. What is it? Why should we have it? Yeah, great, great. Um, thanks for the opportunity. I mean, the, when we start thinking about gamification, I think where it's got maybe a bit of a weird name or a bad name is from the 90s. You know, it sort of started to creep into the corporate corporate life and uh, it really was it was a half-hack job of trying to drive greater sales. And some people bought in and it fell over pretty quickly and, and wasn't really supported. And so uh, 20, 30 years on, all of a sudden it's, uh, you know, it's starting to make a resurgence with, with things like we're seeing, we're seeing a, a number of platforms come into the market yep. and uh, uh, becoming a bit more priced at a, at a good point. Um, and that's, that's peaking a bit of interest. Um, but really where, where I see gamification and, and where I think there's a lot of confusion is I think that people think that you just add some points, add some badges and boom, you've gamified your your contacts and uh, so what's the, the premise behind gamification i assume it's to, to deliver more productivity more sales etc is that the, the concept i think that that's often the sales pitch and i yep. think that that's where it goes wrong right so six months in it, it, you know we've put some really nice shiny toys over the top of some pretty archaic kpis yep, yep. and we wonder why it's not really getting the success and so for me Gamification actually has uh, is deeply rooted in behavioural psychology. Yep. Uh, there is uh, it, we we when we look at our our teams and, and for anyone that's run a contact centre and you look across your contact centre, you could uh, pick out who your top twenty five percent are going to be, uh, and then there's a whole lot of people. The other seventy five percent, you know, the KPIs are maybe working for them, maybe not, and we we spend our time coaching in that space. Uh, and the reason is we, we come up, uh, often the way we come up with KPIs is we use a cascading approach. You know, the executive deliver you a, a measure that you have to get to, you break that down into days, number of employees and yep, yep. what they have to achieve and all of a sudden that's your KPI. And it's not the behaviour that's getting measured. And I think one of the things that probably came out of the Royal Commission was around how we, how we, we set KPIs yep. Uh, yep. and it should be behavioural based and not about outcome based. Yeah. And, and I think that that's where gamification is really going to come into its own because gamification does done well, unpacks and uncovers what is the behaviours behind that drive the right KPIs yep. and it helps, me, uh, helps to motivate people on intrinsically what motivates them. And so you and I might be very different. You might be, lit, might be the guy that's driven by leaderboards and you want to be at the top of the, the leaderboard and that's all well and good. But for me, I'm not driven by that. I'm driven by... Uh, providing feedback and developing a better experience for the next the next generation, and we see this across contact centres in particular. We see people who uh, maybe they're they're, they're never going to be our, our superstars, but five years in, they become our you know people that we say, well, we can't lose them. They're yep. single point yep. dependent. They they help us with training. They help us with coaching. We can't reward them for that. We can't KPI them on that. 
whereas gamification allows us to do that. It, it allows yeah. us to say, well, what are the behaviours we want to see? We want to see great feedback in our knowledge management systems. We want to see um, them coaching other people. We want to see peer-to-peer helping of each other. Yep. And if you can do that and measure that, then yep. then that becomes quite powerful. Yeah. So how does it? So, so I try and get the link for me. So I understand that, and I understand from a. Uh, it sounds like to me setting the right KPIs and you can't have a one-size-fits-all KPI model, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's kind of what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So, But how does that link to the gamification component? Because everything you said is about having the right KPIs to drive the right behaviours. Correct. 100% agree. Mm. Uh, but how does that tie into the gamification? Yeah, so so when we play games, certain things happen in, in our brain. So chemicals trigger off. And uh, we, we're always motivated to be something or not be something. And... Uh, you know, when we when we eat donuts, we feel happy, endorphins Yum. kick in, and we're you, we're like you, you know everything sparks in our brain, and we want to eat more donuts. Yeah, um, and we you know we will do that over again. Similar do- dopamine kicks off when we score points in games. Yep. So when we're playing computer games, which is why they're so addictive, yep. scoring points, you, you, those dopamine is kicking in. You're uh, you want to do it again. I wasted a lot of my life on Candy Crush. Same here. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, but then there's other there's other elements within gamification. So um, there's a social aspect, how we share, um, how we communicate with each other. Yep. And it, it's interesting in, in that uh, when we when we communicate with each other and feel safe, um, other other things kick off uh, in our brain. Endorphins kick off and. Um, uh, serotonin and these are all chemicals that are happening in our brain that that make us want to do these things more yep. and gamification has when done right has all the elements to trigger those those chemicals in our in our brain um, as well as some of the other chemicals so so you know when we think about our survival skills what we want to avoid our avoidance te- um, uh, tendencies uh, we can build that into gamification as well. So don't miss out on this, you know, that FOMO kind of yeah, effect. Yeah, yeah, you yep, can yep. build that yep. into gamification yep. so that you can have limited time um, opportunities to, to achieve goals or um, hidden badges or, or goals within your systems. Yep. So it causes people to explore and read more and learn more. Yep. Um, and these are just the byproduct of that is that we're getting more knowledgeable people in our, in our centres and knowledgeable people provide better quality and better customer experience and so these things just all start to naturally naturally occur uh, and and you know these platforms are now starting to enable those um, those behaviors when done well right so is the, is the trick with these new platforms and we'll talk about that your your new one soon but um, is, is the trick really about linking KPIs for at an individual level and gamifying it for each individual. So I would have potentially completely different targets or KPIs to you, as you said, but they still might relate to X amount of points and something to get that gamification component in. Yeah, that's absolutely possible. So uh, you might find that across the different pro- gamer profiles, and that's that's really the, the what I've been working on is gamer profiles. Uh, different gamer profiles are going to deliver different outcomes, but Together, when all your gamers are uh, working in their strengths, they are going to uh, derive the right behaviours and those behaviours are going to give you your business outcomes. Uh, And it also, the interesting thing about gamification, where it differs from a profiling perspective, like we think about a Myers-Briggs, for example. Um, Myers-Briggs, you you go through that, you might be like me and be an ENTP, and you pretty much stay that way through through your lifetime unless something really dramatic happens. With gamification, you don't always just stay in your 
initial piece. So you might be a, you might um, start off in one profile, but because of the way the game mechanics work and make you um, want to seek a, a, a badge or um, some sort of uh, points, whether you might want to not lose your streak, whether it is you want to um, gain more uh, unlocks for your avatar and have greater prestige, whatever it is, whatever yep. it is that motivates you, yep. um, these you then start to round out your skill set and you start to dive into other areas and you start to become more social and you become um, a greater sharer and contributor to the broader organisation. So over time, your gamer profile actually changes within that corporate environment. Right. So, so we touched on the, the platforms earlier. You've sort of taken a big leap into uh, launching your own um, uh, company, which is pretty exciting, so playfully. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I guess that's about taking all the experience that you've learned over the years and tried and, and probably lots of different ways of doing things and decided to do something yourself. Is that the premise? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Tried, failed, succeeded. There's, you know, um, you know, there's been a couple of times I've had a crack at this and, and uh, from a gamification point of view and it hasn't worked well, you forgot, I forgot the what's in it for me from an agent perspective. Yep. Uh, and those learnings and then the successes that are from post-implementation of those learnings has, has driven me to say I could you know, help other, other organisations with this. And what I don't want to see is organisations go out there and, and find, uh, say, yep, we're going to get into gamification, we're going to buy a platform, and then six months later find themselves going, oh, it's not working, this thing's just a, a sham. Yep. Um, like, I truly believe that this is the right way of measuring people. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I, I jumped out on my own. I created a, um, a profiling tool that profiles um, agents that allows them to, uh, allows team leaders to see the diversity of their, of their teams. And, yep. and for me, gamification is about diversity. Uh, and the inclusion of that diversity, and when we work together, we can create, we can achieve great things. Um, people can understand their own profile. Team leaders can then see where their where their team are at, create teams, drag and drop teams, and say we've got a you know, great diverse team now of different player types. Yep. Or you might have a, a, a sales team that you just want one demographic for, and you say, all right, we're going to just find some some people who are really driven by just achieving targets and. Uh, so, so that profiling tool helps enable great conversations and um, feeds into how do you build the games that you feed into um, these platforms that are on the market. Yeah. Talk to me, I know, I know you love your numbers as well. Talk to me about some of the numbers. Like what, what do you get? Do you get a boost in productivity out of this? You know, you've obviously done a bit of research here. So. Yeah, look, uh, there's, um, you know, there's been a couple of papers that have, that have been put out uh, by, um, I was contacted one where, and it basically says that, that somewhere between 25 and 30% of your workforce is engaged and the other aren't. Yep. And yep. that's uh, one of the things I believe that is because of is that we build KPIs just for 30%. Um, so when you start building KPIs that are actually inclusive and include everyone, you get a major uplift. So some of the figures I've seen from where I have done implementations, uh, we've seen uh, the number, of the percentage of people achieving all their KPIs go from around that 25% mark up yeah. to the 40% mark. Yeah. Um, employee engagement, driving that to top decile engagement. Um, lower attrition, you know, when I was at first day, our attrition went from 25% down to single digit yep. attrition. Huge, yeah. um, engagement with their knowledge management systems, engagement um, uh, with uh, the, the social activity within contact centres, um, and greater customer experience, you know, because they were more knowledgeable, um, they were more engaged, um, longer, longer uh, tenure, all of a sudden, the, the, the byproduct that was great customer experience. And yeah. so um, 
it, it, it's been extremely powerful and that's not just over a short period of time that was over a sort of an 18 month two year period of consistent performance yep yep so if I um, you know if I was looking at your platform uh, as an example yeah it sounds to me like it's not something you just go and buy off the shelf and uh, you know switch it on one day and go my problems are solved right it's about getting that integration or alignment with the KPIs the setting up the gamer profiles and that sort of stuff mm. so so when you do these things for yourself and I know there's other platforms out there mm. is that a big part of it is actually getting all that stuff right before you implement? Yeah, for sure. Uh, it, for me, it's the, I, I want to see these platforms successful. Mm -hmm. um, I, I mean, my, my platform is, uh, I would say it's a platform extension. It's a plugin. I, I'm not there to compete against any gamification platform itself. Yep. Uh, I'm there to help their, their platform be successful and therefore, and help organizations get the most out of their investment. Um, and uh, then I think more importantly, helping uh, leaders and agents understand what drives them and motivates their staff and, and um, doing things for good, doing KPIs for good, you know, and not just for the sake of we need to come up with a measure. Yeah, yep. Do you find that, um, I, I mean, I've got two kids, but I've got kids similar ages, aren't I? Yeah, we do. 13 and 11 of mine. So, yep, uh, and, I, and I see them, uh, you know, on the Xbox and whatever, and they spend countless hours on their avatar and mm. changing things. And, and it, it's a huge motivator. You know, they want the points to, to change their skin or hair color and, mm. you know, you name it, right? So, um, but is there a certain demographic that you think gamification just doesn't work for? Because I kind of get for, for the younger generation, they've grown up on it, but like, how would you go with a, you know, someone getting a bit older like me or uh, even a bit older that's still working in the contact centres. Do, do you get them to buy into it or do you find it is more suited to the younger guys? When I first uh, launched into this, that was a, that was a big what if. Yep. Um, we didn't know. And, and uh, what we found is that when you start talking to somebody uh, about how they feel when they get, for example, a zero on their, their quality score, mm. And they feel like uh, they either disengage entirely because mm -hmm. they can't do anything about it. It's ruined their score for the entire week and they're probably not going to dig themselves out of it. They um, don't feel valued. When you say to somebody, well, we c what, if, what if it was, what if you were measured in a way that rewarded all the good things that happened around that particular call and all the good things you were doing, mm. but we called out where you failed in this. And this isn't, this isn't one of those situations where it's a participation award. Yep. Um, everyone, everyone wins. No, this is about saying, we know that you do some things well. Here's your areas of improvement. Uh, when you start to say, what's in it for me? Uh, and, and in particular, with, with older demographics, which I think uh, you might have been alluding to, is that we often forget the value that they bring, the experience, the tenure, the coaching, the... Um, the fact that they knew the systems that happened before we upgraded our new one and they knew how they worked. Yep. Um, we often forget to value that and gamification allows you to value that because you can, you can measure the things that, that where, where that, that knowledge and that input has, has power. Um, you can measure cool things that you've never been able to measure, like someone walks into the kitchen and helps clean up all the, all the cups that everyone's left there because they had a 15 minute break and had to get back on the phone. So. Yep. You can you can have this ability to recognise um, spot these spot things of behaviours that you want to yeah, see. So as you of. said, typically things like that would be very hard to to, um, to to put as a KPI, I guess, exactly. sort of measure. But they add value to your workplace. Absolutely. So, so I guess is the premise that when it's in the gamification, you know, yeah, if you help clean up the kitchen, you get ten points or whatever it might be. So yeah. it encourages those good behaviours. Exactly. Spot on. Yep. Spot on. Yep. Um, you might you might do fun stuff. You might uh, one of one of the game mechanics is um, uh, exploration. And uh, 
people people love finding you know, things called Easter eggs. You know, yeah, if yeah, anyone, yep, yeah, yep. You know, yeah, something something hidden in a game or in a movie. Um, you can bury Easter eggs in, say, your knowledge management system or your or your LMS. Right. Uh, so, so it's forcing people to go through and read articles and stuff they otherwise exactly. wouldn't to find this Easter egg. Right? Well, you think yeah. about you think about a um, uh, online learning, uh, and if if you're like me, and now that I'm uh, out of the industry, I might be able to say this. You know, you get to your compliance quarterly compliance thing, and you. Yeah open it up and you go skip 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 <laughs> skip get to the answers and answer them because you know yeah you, yep. you, you know what the answers are going to be yeah, yeah um but you had to do it because of you know compliance reasons and tick a box yeah uh you can do things like hide easter eggs in the content so it forces people to you know well it encourages people to go okay well if i read the content engage with it there's yep. a likelihood that i'm going to get a greater outcome yeah, and you yep, start yep. to encourage better learning yep so I think we've we've covered off sort of the gamification side of it and the benefits and and it does sound exciting i like the ability to introduce all these other things that as you said would otherwise get missed how do we monetize it because i get for some of it it's probably that recognition you said is the driver but mm. is, is do you typically find the gamification linked directly to, to dollar values and or is it more just you know yeah you'll be on the leaderboard or is it a combination of both yeah that's an interesting one uh, extrinsic and intrinsic um rewards uh, sometimes don't very wor- work very well together. Often, if you introduce an extrinsic reward uh, into an intrinsically based program, it's 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 really the squeaky wheel. It's loud. It's visible, and and it takes over and it devalues all those intrinsic things. You can absolutely link them through, but I think it's really you need to be really careful when planning and building your your uh, gamification model mm. that. Although that is your, your outputs and everything may link to short-term incentives or you might be able to use your points to cash in and buy a, um, an Amazon voucher or whatever, yep. uh, that, they don't, that doesn't become the premise and the pure driver for why you're doing it. Yep. You know, so uh, it's often very imp- it's, you know, it's really important to make sure you give people you know, you know, other rewards such as opportunity, opportunity to uh, work on projects or, or innovations that they've suggested. Mm. Um, flexible work, all those sort of things, um, spending time with the boss or spending time with their mentor, all those sort of things are really important to, to bring into that as yep. um, as rewards as well and not yep. just thinking about uh, extrinsic and money. Purely and monetary based, yeah. yeah. So is that, I mean, it sounds that sounds like the normal reward and recognition program and making sure you've got something for everyone, I guess. So mm-hmm. is, is typically, do you find that the gamification outcomes are linked to the reward and recognition or is it almost a standalone thing well this is this is um, where I see um, some of the value in what I do is that I think when a lot of people go into start exploring gamification they think okay so we've got to add on the, the platform costs and we have to then add on the rewards and then uh, build that in more often than most places have that they've got a reward and recognition program yeah uh, so instead of trying to start and recreate the wheel um, leverage in and you know in my experience often those reward and recognition programs don't get utilized to their full value mm-hmm. um, or what happens is you get to the end of financial year and you've got a surplus <laughs> and you need to get rid of the budget yes. so you're just awarding people for random things that you yep. you know really just to make sure you don't lose your budget yeah um, other things like your learning learning and development there's often a huge budget for learning and development with organizations and that doesn't always get used up so Mm. leveraging that uh, and saying well once you unlock this badge or this tier or score this many points um, we're going to unlock training for you um, that you can go and do training and whatever you want yeah uh, and those things are really really powerful and they already exist in organizations so I help link those back to into your, your game um, so that 
you're not having to fork out extra money and come up with new ideas. And it really helps also from that HR conversation, being able to say, we're going to leverage existing frameworks. And, yeah, and yep. that really helps. Yep. And as you said, I mean, you know, obviously the link here is, uh, you know, re increased attendance, reduced turnover and all those nice benefits that you get. And, uh, you know, I always sort of laugh when you talk about, you know, how to these the cost of these things. But I think, you know, I've seen some, some results out through OzContact and other studies. I think it's about $25,000 is the cost of replacing a call centre agent yep. by the time you add in recruitment and, you know, training and then, you know, speed to competency and all that sort of stuff. Mm. So, you know, geez, you reduce your, <laughs> you reduce um, turnover by 1% and it's yeah. going to pay for itself, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, uh, I won't say the dollar figure, but there was a 50% reduction in recruitment costs at, at First Aid Super. Yep. Um, after we implemented gamification. Yep. Um, so that's a pretty strong ROI. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it was a seriously strong ROI on, on something that, that was, you know, very, uh, you know, well thought of and created um, created great value. Yeah. So. so what do you recommend? As you said, yours is a bit of a plug-in, I guess, to, and there's, there are a few platforms out there. We don't need to name names. But what do you no. think people should look for when they're looking for a gamification platform? Look, I think, uh, I think it's really important to understand your people and why you're doing it. Uh, I think when you're looking at a platform, you, you want to make sure that there's elements that allow social interactive, you know, interaction, um, that you can run multiple um, games at one, one particular time, um, that it's not all just about top of the leaderboard. One of the really powerful things within gamification is you can have, uh, if, you, if it has the ability to have like a head-to-head -head competition or a team-to-team -team competition where uh, one person, you know, two people have opposite strengths and weaknesses. You can have them paired up against each other yep. to help e or to help each other against another another duo in a similar situation. Um, all of a sudden, they're working with somebody to learn your learn your skills. They're dragging each other over the over the finish line. Yep. Um, you know, don't get don't get too uh, caught up in the the the, the pretty. You know, hey, the race cars just just cross the finish line. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. important for some people, but not yep. everyone. Yep. Um, it's really about making sure that it has lots of flexibility in how you can um, plug in different types of games and and what's your data feeds. You know, data feeds is pretty important when it comes to to gamification. Yeah, where does it sit? In the in the organisation, who drives this stuff? Is it your call centre manager? Is it your L and D team? Is it you know dedicated R and R committee? Like what, what's your experience? And because, you know, we're all, everyone's you know trying to do a, lot, a million things, and then we go, oh, now I've got to worry about this gamification thing, right? Yeah. So who who do you see driving it? Yeah, look, I think uh, it depends on that. Probably depends on which where which element you're going for in a platform. Uh, I mean, the contact centre uh, is an obvious one. Uh, but it links out pretty quickly. I mean, when we, we, I've seen that implemented and then you see the sales teams, which are face-to-face, -face, go out. And, and if there's the ability to have a mobile app included in all those sort of things, all mm. of a sudden you've now got engagement whilst out on the road, yep. um, which is often really hard to do in those sort of teams. Uh, who should own it? I, I think it's very collaborative. I think you need to... The, the story is needs to be fed up, the, up to the exec as to do you want to have higher engaged staff do you want to have them measure against the right behaviours? Do you want to see lower attrition? They're always going to say yes. Yep. Um, you want to engage with HR early um, if, you, if you're the contact centre doing it. Yep. Uh, make sure that they're not, not becoming a, a blocker. Um, but I've seen a lot of um, gamification in the wellbeing space as well. So mm -hmm. the wellbeing space and, and gamification's um, definitely also a very, very fast growing trend. Yep. Um, 
taking, you know, you see it on your smartwatches, reminding you to breathe and yeah, take time. And you stand up, I've been sitting too long. Yeah, yeah getting a, point, getting yeah. your Qantas points for, for closing all the rings. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, all those sort of things. These yeah. are just little gamified elements and that well-being space is, is also a really hot, hot space for that. Um, yeah. So HR is always a good lead into. Yep. Is it a... Um, Assuming, and I probably shouldn't, but cloud-based, or, or is it sort of more on-premise stuff that you need to drive all this? It can be both. Yeah, it can be both. Yep. Um, cool. So um, there's obviously a few articles on CX Central. Uh, if those are, are looking at um, learning a little bit more about gamification, I think you're going to write one for us I at sure some point am. as well. So uh, we'll make sure we refer to that for our, our listeners out there today. Um, thanks for joining us. I know um, we're sort of premonitioning here because you're up for an award tonight, but this will be published after that. So uh, either congratulations or commiserations. Uh, yeah, thank uh, you on the award. And uh, it's you know, nice to get this far. No, yeah. I mean it's a great achievement. As I said, I think you, I, I think we don't have the stats, but I, my gut feel is you would be the most awarded person in Oz Contact history I <laughs> in terms of awards, right? So, uh, um, really look forward to seeing how you go with your company. Good luck. It's um, it's much. always an exciting time when you launch a business, and uh, I think you're on something that's a pretty hot topic at the moment. Yeah. So, uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for your time, Justin. Thanks to everyone listening. No thanks, Luke. Bye. Bye.